Hey friend, you're listening to the Coaching with Breathy podcast. My name is Breathy Serene and I'm a business strategist and success coach for online business owners just like you. And what I help them do is master their mindset and simplify their strategy so they can make more money and scale their business and do it in a way that feels good to them. My core philosophy as a business coach is that it's your business and you get to scale it your way. I believe that there's more than one right way of doing business. And on this podcast, I'm going to help you find the best one for you. Every week, I'll share tips, tools, and insights that'll help you build the business and life of your freaking dreams. I can't wait to chat with you in today's episode. So let's go ahead and dive in. Hello everyone. Happy, happy Tuesday. I hope you're having an amazing day, amazing start to your week, all of those awesome things. I wanted to hop on today and do an episode for you as always. And I wanted to talk to you today about your marketing, but more specifically about your message. So we've done a little bit of marketing talk on the podcast already. We've talked about some bigger picture concepts, and I kind of want to drill down a little bit more today and talk to you about your message because it's something that we don't really think about too much at the beginning of our business and then we kind of start, I've noticed sometimes that's something that happens with my clients is as we keep growing, we forget about our message and we're kind of like, oh, it's a set it and forget it kind of thing, right? Like I only need to think about it one time and then we're done and I never have to think about it ever again. And that's just really not the case. So I kind of want to talk to you about your messaging today. So we're going to do that. As always, though, I love, love, love hearing from you. So if you're watching me live, if you're watching the replay later, go ahead and comment down below and say hello. Tell me how your day is going, whatever you want to say. And I promise I will respond to you. I love talking back to you guys. I know that sounds weird talking back, but I meant uh, not not being snappy and talking back. I meant like I like responding to your comments. Or if you're listening to this on the podcast, then please, please, please be sure to share it. Shout me out on social media. Be sure to share the link with people who you think would enjoy the podcast. Go ahead and leave me a review on iTunes. Do any of those things and it will make my day and light me up. And I will also just really appreciate you showing me some love. So go ahead and do one of those things. And let's go ahead and talk about your messaging. Okay, so when I am saying your message, what I mean is very, very simply the words that you are using on a consistent basis to communicate what you do and how you do it with your clients, to communicate how you can help them. That is what your message is. We don't need to make it more complicated than that, right? So as a really specific example, let me try to think of like big companies that have a thing. Um, Okay, so when Apple started, Apple computers started, I don't know how many of you, um, if you're a Zillennial, then maybe Gen Z, then you may not know of this commercial, but I feel like the Millennials, you're probably gonna remember the Apple 1984 commercial. And it was this really big sort of statement for Apple to make in this advertising of like, fuck the old way of doing things, fuck the boring computers that everybody has that makes us feel like we're all just living in the same version of 1984, be different, create change. That's what Apple computers is for, right? So their message in that advertising was really, really clear from the get-go. And they've basically stayed consistent with that message throughout the last couple of decades that we've seen them grow. When you think about Apple, what do you think about in terms of computers and products and things? 
differently? How do you think about it differently than you think about something like Microsoft? Well, for me personally, I immediately think about the Apple Store and I think about how sleek everything looks inside, how modern it feels, how well lit everything is, and how pretty everything is on display. There's a certain vibe, right? I think about the Genius Bar people and how helpful they are and the kind of attitude of people that are in the store. It's a good environment. It's a creative environment. It feels like a really fun vibe that I want to be a part of. Now, when I think about Microsoft, the Microsoft store or the Best Buy, right? Or some other place that I can go get computers, it's not exactly the same vibe. Like I know I can go get a computer anywhere else, but the Apple store sets itself apart in my mind because of their branding, the way that they do the store, the vibe, right? And I know the reason that I love Apple computers, the reason I'm a little bit of an Apple junkie is because I am one of those people, I am exactly who they are targeting with that marketing. When they're like, look, you fucking hate old PCs and how they work and how they look and how clunky everything feels and you just wish that you could make everything look pretty and have everything be super simple and you want customization but you don't want it to be this really clunky process this is what the computer is for, right? I am that market. So they've stayed with that message. Everything down to the Apple store communicates that message to their people that look, if you want a basic ass computer, go get, go to the Microsoft store or go to Best Buy or buy something else. If you want a creative computer, that's going to allow you to be really creative, that sets you apart as a different thinker in a society that values sameness. If you value simplicity, right? and beautification and all of those different things part of your computer experience, that's what Apple Computer is for. So that main message is really important because it shows up in their advertising, it shows up in their Apple Store and the way that the store makes you feel when you walk in. It shows up everywhere along their customer journey and customer cycle because it's a main message that they want to drive home to you. They want to make so fucking clear to their consumers that look, if you just want a computer to get the job done, Apple may not be the best place for you. If you're a creative person, if you like things to look pretty and all that kind of stuff, Apple's the right place for you, right? So that's really kind of a good testament to the importance of messaging. When you have a core message in your business, a core thing, a statement, an idea, something that you want to communicate to people, and then you master the art of communicating it well on a regular basis, it shows up in your ads, it shows up in your social media posts, it shows up in the way that you're speaking on live video. If people start to associate themselves with your brand and this message, you're probably gonna be in business for a really, really long time because if your message connects with people and if it trickles down to a deeper level and gives people a sense of not just your products and your services, but your brand, it's very easy for customers to recognize you and to associate with you and to think about you when they need something that you offer, right? To stay top of mind with them, when their thoughts. It's a very easier experience to do that. So having a main message really helps you do this, excuse me, in your business, excuse me for the burp. Having a main message really helps you do this in your business, right? So that being said, we know that a main message is important. What exactly is your main message actually, the, the tactical sort of bits of it, and how do we use it and all of those different things. So the way that I like to teach my clients is there are five points that you need to make sure you are hitting in your content. If somebody goes on your website, if somebody reads a social media post or binges a couple of your social media posts, if somebody listens to your podcast, 
everything should in some way come back to these five bullet points. Okay, the five major bullet points are number one, it, it kind of follows the who, what, where, when, why framework, but it's just out of order. So it's who you serve. Number two, and number one, number one is who you serve. Number two, what problem you help them solve and what result you help them achieve. Number three, how you help them do this, how you help them solve the problem and get the result. Number four, why you are the best person, why this service, your process, is the best thing for them to solve their problem, why you're different from everybody else, why they should pick you, basically. And number five, where and when they can take the next step and work with you. Okay, so like I said, I'm kind of going to dive a little bit deeper into some of these, but I want you to understand something right now. Number one, how you say, how you hit these five points, right? Like how detailed you are, what language you use, that's 100% dependent on you. What order you talk about them in, how you talk about them in your content, that is 100% dependent on you. I don't want you get it to get too bogged down. I know there are some people who teach a main message kind of like, here, write this paragraph and that's your, your main message. And I certainly like doing that with my clients sometimes. But the reason I like showing them the bullet points is because I want you to understand that there's no like exact formula of these magic words in this magic order is how you get people to connect with you. That's just not how it works. You just want to make sure you're hitting these main points. But again, how you do it is dependent on you. So just keep that in mind. And let me go through each point and explain it a little bit deeper. So the first one, who you serve. So self-explanatory. It's basically who your audience is, who your customers are. Now, the thing about your message is you're going to have a main message for your business, which is the message that everything comes back to. But you're also going to have a message for each individual product or service that you sell. And some of the bullet points may change. So as a really specific example, my business, right? I work with in general, the general thing is I work with small business owners who want to grow their online business. I work with service-based entrepreneurs, right, who want to grow an online business. Whether they're starting or growing or scaling a business, it doesn't matter, I work with them. That's my general audience and that's where my main message comes from. The main message of, hey, I can help you build a business and I can help you do it your way and I can help you make it profitable, right? But let's say I was launching an online course and I'm specifically targeting people who are starting a business, who don't even have a business, and they're trying to figure out what should I do, what's the idea that I need to have, how do I get started, right? Okay, so when I'm doing my message for that course, the who I serve part is going to be different because instead of being general in my main message a little bit, it's really it's specific, right? Service-based entrepreneurs who wanna start an online business, it's a specific segment of, of people, but it's a little bit more broad but I wanna drill down when I'm making my message for my online course. So instead of having who I serve be service-based entrepreneurs who want to grow a profitable online business, it's going to be people who, let's say, are in a nine to five job and who want to start an online business that can make that can replace their corporate salary, something like that, right? So just keep that in mind as well. Your message may change slightly based on the product or service that you're selling, because you wanna always make sure you're targeting the right people for that specific product or service in your content. However, we're really talking about the main message of your business today, the core of like, what's the general idea that people should have about your business when they interact with you and how can you keep coming back to it, right? So that's the who I serve part. It's who your customers are. 
we don't have to get super specific down to demographics. I know there are people that are like, I serve women over 30, da 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 right? Demographics are super helpful, but psychographics are more important. Psychographics are how does this person think? What problems do they have, right? What are they struggling with? What challenges are they having? What do they want? What are their desires? What have they looked for in a solution before? It's really understanding how this person is thinking and behaving and what's going on that they might need help with. So that's number one, who I serve. Number two then is what problem you help them solve and what result you help them get. So also pretty self-explanatory, right? The problem you help them solve is exactly that. If you are selling Mr. Clean Magic Erasers, well, the problem that somebody has is that they have stains and um, dirt spots and things like that around their house and their kitchen and their bathroom that aren't coming up with regular sponges or take a really long time and a lot of elbow grease with other um, cleaners, right? So the problem that they have is that they have these spots and it's really hard to get them clean and it hurts when they do it because of the elbow grease that they have to put in and they hate it, right? Cool, that's the problem that you can help them solve. And once you help them solve that problem, the result is a super sparkling clean tub and kitchen and arms that don't hurt because it didn't take you a lot of elbow grease, right? So that's what I mean by that. My problem that I help people solve, the basic problem that I help people solve is you're either not making enough money or you're making money, but you wanna be making more, right? The basic, basic problem I help people solve is not making as much money as they wanna make. And I help them get to a place where they're making more money in their business. They also love their business and it feels really aligned to them, right? So for you, what is the main problem that your product or service or that your business solves for people? And what result is on the other side of that problem? That's what you need to communicate. Okay, number three then is how do you do it? So now we know what problem you solve, what result you help people get. Now we have to tell them how you help them do it. This is so important because this is what you're selling, okay? People are buying solutions for the problems that they have, which is why you have to be really clear in your marketing materials about what the problem is that you solve and what result you get for people. But we need to know, okay, how do you help me solve this problem? So Mr. Clean, how do you help me solve this problem? Well, I help you because I have this magic eraser and this is what it looks like and this is how it works and this is you know, all of the technical whatever bullshit about the magic eraser right for me as a business coach how do i help you make more money and get to a place where you have money coming into your business and you love it well i specifically work through a framework with all of my clients a five pillar framework and that's what we use and that is how through my coaching with you on this framework we're going to get to the place where you're making more money right so the how is your process if you're a service-based entrepreneur it's your physical product and how it works if you're a product-based entrepreneur right it is your solution it's the thing that you're actually selling you got to make sure you're hitting the problem the result and the solution and how it happens okay and then the fourth thing is why it's your usp your unique selling proposition so what makes you different from everybody else why is your product or service or your business or whatever the best solution for this person so mr clean going back to that example i don't know why i'm like so hung up on (laughs) mr clean today i must have recently used it and that's probably why it's in my mind but anyway mr clean as an example right what's their usp why are they different from everybody else and why are they the best solution for me well their whole thing is look 
you don't when you don't use us you have to use a spray um, solution and then you have to use paper towels and it gets all messy and it's wet and gross or you have to use a sponge and they just break and they're not really great and there's a lot of elbow grease involved so our specialized formula in our sponge allows you to do more work in half the time that's our usp right my usp as a coach is look i'm not just going to tell you what to do i'm going to help you figure it out for you i'm going to do things the way that you want things done we're going to work on finding things that align with you because i don't believe in having businesses that don't feel good i believe that your business should be customized and it should feel good it should feel aligned and natural and normal to you and yeah it should make you money right so what is your usp what makes you unique and how can you really capitalize on this in your content and then the fifth thing the main last part of your message is where and when this is your call to action so let's say somebody goes onto your website they go onto your social media posts and they know exactly all of these four points that i just mentioned they know who they serve so they who you serve so they know they are the right audience for you they know what problem you can help them solve and what result you can help them get they know how you help them do it and they know why you and your product and service are the best fit and why you're different from everybody else now they need to know what to do next right people need simple instructions if you make it hard to have them make a sale with you then you're probably not going to make the sale i am actually one of those consumers myself and so i try to incorporate the way that i look at other businesses in my own business so if i am trying to get to your restaurant but i want to call to find out if you're open or i want to call to find out um if you can do like a, a specific substitution for a dish or something like that and you don't answer your phone and i call like six times in 30 minutes and you don't answer your phone you've probably lost my business because i'm the type of customer that i don't expect you to respond like immediately but if i can't get what i'm looking for very easily i'm going to move on to the next thing right if you if i have to hunt if i'm like hiring a web designer let's say and i have to hunt on your website for more than 15 minutes to find your prices, to find your services, you've already lost my business because I want to just know exactly what it is so that when I book my call with you, I already know I'm ready to go, right? So I think of it that way. So it's very much like that. I wanna make it easy for my customers to do business with me. So this is where the call to action comes in. You need to clearly tell them, look, this is where you go to work with me. Go to my website, go to my DMs, send me a DM, whatever when and this is when you have to do it so you might say i'm enrolling people all you all month long all year long but i'm only taking limited spots a month or you only have until this deadline to enroll for the special discount or to enroll in the program before we start or whatever it is right where do they go and how long do they have to do it those are two things that you need to communicate in your content if you're not i can't tell you how many times i've had comment uh, clients tell me like I'm posting and I'm not really signing clients. And then we look and I'm like, well, there's no CTA. Like what is somebody supposed to do after reading your post? They might read the post and be like, oh, I really like her, I wanna work with her. But if they are not inherently the type of person that's gonna on their own volition, hop into your DMs and be like, let's work together. You need to tell them to do that, right? Most people need you to tell them what to do so then they can do it. So you wanna make it really easy. So those are the five points of your messaging. That is really it, right? Who you serve, what problem you solve and result you help them get, how you help them do it, why you are different and why you are the best fit 
for them and where and when they can take the next step with you. If you get to the place where these five points are being communicated on a regular basis in your content, I promise you, you're going to make more money and sign more clients because people now know all of these different points about you, right? They know exactly how to work with you and exactly where to do it and all of those different things. And something else I want to leave you with before we hop off here is your message is going to grow and evolve with you over time. So I don't want you to think about, like we talked at the beginning, a set it and forget it. Like, oh, I only have to think about my message once and then I'm done. No, it's going to change based on the products or services you're selling. It's going to change as your business grows and you have more data to support what your clients actually want, right? So be open to having an adaptable message. Come back to these five points once a quarter. Just kind of look at your message and see, is it connecting with people, right? Sometimes you're going to have to play with the exact words and phrases that you're using because sometimes that can make the difference in whether an ad converts or not, right? I used to be a copywriter and literally you can change like two words and that will change the change how the conversion is happening. So you do want to think about specifics of the messaging too, but really I just want to leave you with the concept that be open to tweaking it and adapting it. Don't be so defeatist where you're like, I'm just going to make the best message one time and then it's either going to work or it's not. No, you're going to have to test the message and tweak it and adapt it, right? So keep make sure you do that. I think that's everything I wanted to say to you in today's video. Um, I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your day. I hope you enjoyed this conversation about messages, messaging, and your business. And we will be back on a little bit later for another live. So I'll catch you another day. Hey friends, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of the Coaching with Preeti podcast. If you liked what you heard in today's show and you feel like you know that other people would get value from it, I would absolutely love it if you would share the show on social media, share it with all of your business owner friends, and I would also love it if you would go ahead and write a review, whether you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, so that other people know that it's a show that they want to tune into. And I also want to give you a quick reminder, which is that if you right now are making money in your business and signing clients and you're ready to take your business to the next level, then you and I need to have a conversation. We may be the perfect fit to work together one-on-one as coach and client. So in order to see how we vibe, I would love it if you would click the link in the show notes and go to my website, www.breathyserene.co and go ahead and book a complimentary coaching call with me where we can talk all about your business, get clear on your goals, get clear on what challenges you currently have and figure out your roadmap to success together. So go ahead and do that. And I'm so grateful you listened to today's episode and I can't wait to see you in the next one.